When I was thinking about covering this subject of abortion, I mean, my mind was blown by the wealth of information that's literally right there online. Now, I will say some of the articles is, again, is for abortion. So they're saying some very um, false information. It's just not true. Um, And if they were to speak the truth, then they know people wouldn't be as forward as they are now. So I was looking up the information and I wasn't really sure what I was going to talk about. And then I decided to build out the series because it's so many underlying underlining things that is adding on to the problem. And I feel like if we can fix underneath the layer of abortion, fix the problems that you are saying is causing people to get an abortion, then we probably wouldn't get one, right? Does that make sense? Don't tell me to cut off my toe if the issue is I keep stumping it every day. Let me figure out how to not stump that toe every day. Therefore, I can keep the toe and won't have to cut it off. I mean, that was just an example that literally came up in my mind. So instead of killing my child, help me fix the other issues going on in my life. And maybe I will want to keep the baby. So we already went through um, two amazing parts to abortion. The first part was abortion being defined. And I went through a lot of the definitions so we can get some clarity about some of these terms that are being used. Um, Part two is talking about ending pregnancy versus preventing pregnancy. And we took a deep dive into the founder of abortion. And then last, or today, I want to go ahead and discuss who is likely to get or consider an abortion. So let's get into today's episode. Hey, you guys, I am Sharice Antoinette. Thank you so much for turning to this podcast. I do not take it lightly that you are here. I am so blessed and I pray that you get blessed as well. So I'm Sharice Antoinette. I am the host of My Beautiful Book Boss, the podcast. If you are returning, hey girl, hey, I cannot wait to have this conversation with you today. It's always a good conversation. If you are new, welcome. Here we discuss hot topics. We have a Jesus Christ worldview. That's right. We take the word of God and we apply it to our lives right now. And we discuss topics that are about faith, family, femininity, and finances. And we unpack these topics basically with our four principles, my beautiful book and boss. If you want to dive deeper into the foundational principles, head back to the beginning of our podcast. That's right. It's going to be about number 11, maybe 12 of season one. Okay. So what is my beautiful book boss? It's not just our name, but it is our foundational. It is our foundation. Okay. My is a discipleship. It's just me following Christ and then 
giving you the information that I found helpful so you can change. It can impact your life, but it's not just for you. It's for the next person that you want to pass the information to. This is what we want to do. Beautiful is true beauty is inner beauty. Yes, and it is the glory of God. God made things good and beautiful. Book is seeking knowledge, wisdom, and understanding by the word of God. That way, whenever we're reading something else, we can already have truth to match it up to. And last, boss. You can be a boss, but not be bossy. That's right. You can boss up in your life by taking back responsibility, building up your family and your spouse, and just being an influence by your feminine power. You can also boss up in your business by starting your business. If you desire to open up a brick and mortar, you can do that. Or you can start small and have a stream of income. Maybe t-shirts, books, journals, whatever your gifts and talents lead you. Maybe you can sing. Maybe you're artsy and you craft. It doesn't matter. You do have a business inside of you. So let's go ahead and get into today's episode. Um, I just want to clear up. If you guys have listened to the other two series, then you already know how Margaret Sanger, she was the founder of of Planned Parenthood, which was known as Birth Control. The Birth Control Foundation and the Birth Control League, um, it changed its name in 1942 to Planned Parenthood. It still has the same agenda. And if you're not sure what that agenda is, let me go ahead and tell you. And I encourage you to go back and listen to the previous episode um, because, yeah, I lay it all out. But basically, the agenda is to exterminate the black race. This is what she said. This is what she meant. And this is what she is doing. This is what the organization is doing. Who is likely to get or consider an abortion? I want to be clear. We are going to go over some of the points, but I want to be extremely clear as I can. We are being targeted. (sighs) This organization has tried to remove her name, right? But it still has the same spirit and it is targeting brown and black people. Why do I say this? Because I think 80% or more Abortion clinics are in poor communities. Poor communities are usually filled with black and brown skinned people. 80% of the abortion clinics are in black neighborhoods. Okay. Are we not being targeted? If you're in a black neighborhood, who's going to come? Come on, ladies. Um... The next thing I want to share with you is who is getting the abortions? Mm-hmm. 40% or more abortions are black women. 
40%. Again, I break all the numbers down in the previous episode. Today, I really want to talk about these underlining issues. Because at this point, if we don't care we're being targeted and we're being mistreated, you know, people approaching us and saying, this is what's best for you. (laughs) I'm sorry. I find that so interesting. What's best for me is to kill my child. Why why would you say that? These people are not our friends, y'all. What's best for me is to kill my child. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. That is completely false. What's best for me is to continue to walk in the way of the Lord, the way he has told me, and it is to have children. God blessed us to have children and to children are a blessing. I'm going to dedicate the upcoming um, episode. I'm not sure if it's next, but we're going to dive into what children were actually for. Okay, we're going to take a look and a deep dive into the scriptures because in our society today, we have perverted the image of children. We think they're inconvenience, right? We're an inconvenience. We think they are no good. They're liars. They're, um, you know, snotty nosed kids. They're stupid. Um, You know, they need to be in a child's place. Or they're cute baby dolls. Just sit over there and be cute. I don't want to feed you. I don't want to clothe you. I don't want to love you. I don't want to take care of you. I wish you would hurry up and grow up so you can go to school. You know, like we want the praise of people. We want everybody to call our child cute, but we don't want the responsibility of raising the child. Okay. Um, I'm Look, I'm already going in. I I also want to make a disclaimer. In this particular episode, I don't think because <laughs> I haven't completed it yet, but I'm not really attacking anyone who has already had an abortion. I'm not attacking anybody. The only people I'm coming against are the people who think it's in the best interest to have an abortion. And not being honest about what an abortion is. Because some people are telling you that it's not a baby. Some people are telling you it's just a lump of cells or whatever it is in there. The fetus, the embryo, it can't feel. It's a live human being. Of course it can feel. And it's nothing gentle about having an abortion. The pill... I don't know what kind of pill that thing is and how strong, but it's going to kill a whole human being and make your uterus like just peel itself. Come on. That is some strong stuff. Absolutely not. I am not eating death because that's what it is. And, you know, to have a procedure, to have a procedure of an abortion it is literally ripping the baby piece by piece how can you tell me it's not a baby but yet you can literally say here is its arm the leg the brains are coming out how can you tell me this is not my child when you're literally crushing the baby up 
into pieces, putting the pieces into a jar just in case the baby somehow survives. And then you're going to take it to your lab to do experiments. Yeah, I'm going to pause because I'm not sure how that makes sense. And this is why women are leaving feeling so guilty, feeling empty, feeling like it's the worst mistake they've ever made. This is why I'm putting out the information. I'm not here to fight anything. No, it is your choice. Go ahead. Choose whatever you want to do. It's always been your choice to do right or wrong. But when you make that choice, there are consequences. And I am here to try and tell you the consequences so you don't actually make the decision to do it. And now you're left feeling like, you know what? I should have chosen a better decision than this. This ain't worth it. All of that pain is not worth it, y'all. It's not worth it. You can listen to your own set of abortion stories. It's not worth it. Okay. If you already had an abortion, I'm sorry, because you're probably in tears because you know it wasn't a good decision. God can forgive you. I hope you know that. And even after he does forgive you, you're really going to have to allow him to remove that guilt. You are. It took me, I would say about 12 years just to get over guilt. I didn't have an abortion, but some of the other sins that I've committed, I could not love me. I couldn't figure out how in the world could God choose me and love me knowing I was as nasty as I was, you know, like a filthy human being. All I did was sin. All I did was make mistakes. I was so mean and rude. Like, how could God love me? And then I couldn't receive the fullness of his love because I kept feeling like I owed his, I owed him something. I kept feeling so bad. Like, Lord, I keep messing up. What in the world? I, oh, I don't like me, you know? So it, it took, it took quite some time to feel worthy to be called a daughter of the Most High. Literally, maybe last year or this year, um, I felt worthy, quote, quote, right? But that's the love of God. He does love us. So, Lord willing, you don't get that abortion that you've been thinking about. But if you did, um, (sighs) you need to know it was wrong. And you need to, for real, confess it before the Lord. And then allow him to work in your heart. It's not going to be overnight. Sin is always messy to clean up. But he can do it. And he's faithful to do it. So, people who are likely to get an abortion. um, Is anybody with the un unexpected pregnancy. I just want y'all to know, (laughs) um, 
everybody usually has an unexpected pregnancy unless they are literally trying to get pregnant. I have been married going on 10 years. We are nine and a half years married. None of our pregnancies. We have six children, (laughs) y'all. None of our pregnancies were expected, were planned, were thought about, you know, no, every time, every single time we got pregnant, it was like, oh man, we're having another child. We didn't plan anything. So a person with an unexpected pregnancy, first of all, I will say most people probably have unexpected pregnancies. It doesn't matter if you're married or not married. Like, unless you are really like just going by the calendar you know, I'm going to get married on this day. I'm going to start having a, trying to have a baby this day. You know, even if you're like planning, like it doesn't mean you're going to get pregnant the first time you try. Like, so anyways, so unexpected pregnancy, this is not a very good reason to have an abortion. Most people is it's unexpected, but allow that unexpected pregnancy to change you. Right? Like, okay, so if I don't have this, that, and the other ready for the baby, I have nine months. Depending on when you found out, I have nine months, maybe eight months, maybe even seven months to plan. Girl, get busy planning a better future for your baby. Don't sit there and kill the baby because it was unplanned. That's not a good reason. Not a good reason. No. Plan. You got seven months, eight months, maybe even nine months if you find out early enough. Plan for your baby, honey. Get some help. There are plenty of people who would love to help you plan for a baby, right? That's why we got these amazing baby showers. Think about that. Let someone help you, okay? Um, It's not the right time. When is the right time? can somebody tell me (laughs) if you guys are listening and you have children was it ever the right time it was the right time when they when I got pregnant like it was the right time because again we changed to the parents we needed to be to take care of them it was the most perfect time because if they did not come I would still be stuck in my ways And I didn't like me before. So, you know, you're just going to have to die to yourself. You're going to have to give up some of those wants. You're going to have to mature. And I do want to let you know that just because you have an abortion don't mean you're going to always get it your way. And you're going to have your way. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so let me move on to the next point. To focus on your own plans. What plans are better than having a child? What? Because here's the thing. If you think about it. So you are trying to be whoever you're trying to be. You know, if it's owning a company or like top of the company if you're trying to get that management position, if you're trying to be a CEO and come up with your own business, if you're trying to get 
something as big as like Amazon. All of this is going to take time and you're going to need motivation. Who is in your corner and who would better cheer you on than your child? And I want you to think about this. When you die, who are you going to give all of that to? Focusing on your own plans. You just want to do you. When you die, who's going to be there beside you crying over you? Mm-hmm. Your boyfriend? Like, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. But if you are successful now, who are you going to give it to? Your sister, your mom, your dad? Like, how is it going to stay in your family? How is your name going to continue to live on? You're killing your legacy. No, Larry, I'm recording right now. Um, I'm sorry, my son scared me just now. Ooh, that was so scary. <laughs> I'm still shaking up. Ooh, um, I just want you guys to know that you can definitely be a mom, a very good mom, as flawed as you are right now. Um, but you can be a mom and you can do your career too. I think, and and this is why I do want to cover what um femin the feminist movement have done to women. What has it done to women, especially in the black community? Because there is an idea in our minds that our children is slowing us down or our husbands are holding us back. Are you kidding me? These are the people that's going to cheer you on and help you get to where you're, wherever you're trying to, where are you trying to go? Like, what are you trying to do that you can't have your child or your husband? I don't know, y'all. This, this is really bothering me because we're falling for the lies. We're falling for these lies. And why do I say it is lies? Because I guarantee you, it's somebody that you're thinking about. Like I mentioned before, your boyfriend or that relationship that you have no business being in is somebody else's man. Or, God forbid, you're with another woman. I mean, I don't, I don't know what's going on. None of those things that you're trying to do is going to give you the love that you're actually looking for. You are seeking desperately for something good and you can't figure it out. You can't find it. You're going after all of these things. Well, let me tell you something. The Bible clearly said that a child was a blessing and so many women prayed to God that they could be blessed with a child because that's how much they value that human being, that beautiful, precious human being. They must knew something we didn't know. And I'm going to tell you right now, y'all, the Lord saved me while I was pregnant. I was not married. And I'm going to share my full um, story. Again, subscribe to the 
podcast and be on the lookout for these next upcoming um, videos. But yeah, the Lord saved me while I was pregnant. So if I would have aborted that baby, I possibly would have aborted my own salvation. Let's think about that. Jesus Christ himself came as a baby. What if Mary aborted him? None of us would be saved. You really need to think about what you're doing before you make this step. And then, like I said, if you already made this step, I'm so sorry. My heart goes out to you. And um, the only thing I can tell you is God. I mean, we're dealing with some heavy issues that we never tell other people. I don't know how many times I've cried in a, a room by myself and didn't tell anybody what was going on. I do understand. I'm not being harsh. But I also understand the effect, the remedy, and the consequence that follows you for the rest of your life when you sin. And yes, abortion is a sin because it is murdering an innocent child. That child did not ask to be here. Let's talk about the sin. Let's talk about the sin. You over here probably fornicating. Now, if it's between a husband and a wife, I don't understand why you would abort a child. Like we really need to rebuke that spirit right now. As a husband and wife, we should not be aborting our children. But if you are single or you're not married and you feel guilty, you don't know what to do. You might think the church is going to judge you, you know, so you figure you want to cover it up with an abortion. Well, that's not covering up no sin. You already fornicated. You already had premarital sex. You're already having sex. Still going to have sex. Killing that child is not going to help you not have sex no more. You still That's still your plan. You're going to do it. So stop having sex. If you are feeling that guilty that you would kill a child because you don't want nobody to know you're having sex, you shouldn't be having sex. Okay, sex is the sin. Not having the child. Nowhere in the Bible does it say that having a unborn child is sin. Having sex is sin if it's outside of marriage. And then having sex with someone else's husband. Adultery. And we don't even talk about adultery no more. Which, um, again, we're going to cover that topic. So, um... If you're mad, if you're angry, if you're disappointed, um, or any type of, like I said, fear, any type of strong emotion, you might take it out on the child. Um, little or no support. You you really are single, you know, and you don't know what to do with this baby. Um, I encourage you to go to an organization and get some help. If you need support, there are people out there to support you. There are so many people, it's not even funny. How can you get support? Um, look, can I just tell y'all, I was single with 
a baby at 19. Yeah. I, I forgot, right? Because I'm supposed to be saving it for <laughs> the next upcoming episode. But, y'all, you are not alone. Little or no support. So many people don't have a lot of support, okay? Um, let me keep going. Financial stress. It is 2022 and literally almost everybody, if I look to the left, look to the right, somebody got a business around me and I'm in a neighborhood that would be called poor, the ghetto. These women and men out here are balling and they are opening up businesses left and right. So why can't you be next? Financial stress, girl. You are so creative. You are so intelligent. You got mad skills. People probably tell you all the time, like, dang, you always got your hair looking nice. How you do that? You need to be doing something that's probably along those lines. If you bake, like whatever your gift is, maybe you don't have a gift like that. And you're like, Sharice, how in the world can I do something? All I do is read all day. I don't know. Maybe you can start um, voice recording, reading books. You know, do something that interests you. Do something that you're good at doing and that you will love doing. And that way you don't mind getting paid and you can actually turn it into a career. You know, Um, shaky relationship or non-permanent relationship which I talked about um that's another reason you not sure if you and that other person is going to work it out so you want to take it out on the baby don't take it out on the baby don't because here's the thing when you have an abortion and you get pregnant again that is not the same baby you know that right Mm. That is not the same person. You People are only one in a million, billion. There's only one me. I have twins, but it's still only one of them each. A little boy and a little girl. You know, you don't repeat life. That is false. So that child you are killing has a whole nother personality, has another name, has an is another sex, either male or female, that child is a whole nother being from your other beings if you have them. That child is a gift to the world. If you abort that child, you are aborting something that we don't know. What could have been? That could have been the answer to your prayer. You stopped it. You did worse than stop it. You killed it. It can't come back. It's gone. So that's why I'm saying don't do it. And I urge you guys, if you know people who are contemplating abortion, send them this podcast. Send them the whole series. Do not get an abortion because you cannot bring him or her back. It's not going to happen. Um, 
I was just thinking about Jesus again. What if Mary aborted him? You know he had other siblings, right? John was his brother, and he had some sisters. So if she would have aborted him, John and his sisters would still be alive, but he would not be here. And she wouldn't know what she just did. He was the savior of the world. Your baby has a beautiful gift. Everybody is born with their own unique talents and their own unique intelligence. You don't know what that child can do. Let them live. And then guess what? If you don't know, you're a mom. You're the mom. God gave you every single thing you need to have that baby and to raise that baby. You are going to make the best decision for them. But abortion is not it. That's not counting on you or that baby or God. You don't think God know what he doing? He know what he doing. Raise that baby. Is it uncomfortable? Yes. Is it hard? Yes. You probably going to cry every single night. But let him work in your life. Let him change your heart. You shouldn't be that selfish. That you can't take care of your child. You're not hurting my baby. You're hurting your own. So we really need to understand what we're doing. It is your child that you're killing. You're hurting yourself. Um, so the last thing I want to say is. What if you get an abortion? All of the regrets that you're going to feel. You're going to want to know if it was a boy or girl. You're going to want to know what was he or she like. Um, you're going to want to know, like, how, how, what did they look like? Was they going to be like their dad? Was they going to be like me? Was they going to be like their grandma? What was it? You know, who were they supposed to be? You can't properly name them. If you don't know if they're a boy or girl, um, you know, it's just so many things. So many things that happen if you abort that baby. Nothing left um, behind if you don't have a child. And I'm not saying that you have to have a child. If you want to live a single life, go for it. You know, that's between you and God. You can be single all day, but you have to understand what that means. It means you're not having sex. It means you're not accidentally getting pregnant. No, you have devoted your life to the work of Christ. And I guarantee you, it's probably going to have to deal with children. Why? Because Christ is not a selfish Christ. And he wants us to think about other people. That's the two greatest commandments. Is to love God, all your heart, all your mind, all your soul, and then to love your neighbor as yourself. You are not loving your neighbor if you are hurting your own baby. You're not loving your neighbor. And again, as it relates to living single for God, he's going to use you in ministry. You're going to be a help to someone else. So, no, you are not out here in these streets doing what you want to do and sleeping with everybody. That's not a life devoted to Christ. Um, 
So I really want y'all to think about, don't just think about right now. Think about your future. I just lost both of my moms. My mother-in-law was 55 and my mom was 61. What if they didn't have no kids? They would have died alone. But guess what? Before their life ended, before my mom-in-law ended, my husband was able to be with her. She took her last breath. Um, Well, the night before, he was holding her hand and kissing her forehead. It was so sweet. And I cried because I didn't get to do that. It was during COVID and I had, you know, young kids. So I was here um, serving in that way so he could go and be with her. But when my mama passed away, literally, I told her, oh, I'm sorry. I told her I was having a boy and a girl. I'm not sure if we knew any names at that time. Um, I think I told her about Daniel's name, but we, we was undecided on Danielle's name. And, um, but she passed away knowing she had twins on the way. And y'all want to know how good God is. They were born on her birthday. She would have been 62. And I would have called her from that hospital and said, mom, I had these twins on your birthday. Well, I couldn't call her, but I could still call my father and say, Dad, I told you, they came right on mom's birthday. And that is something forever that they can have. Not me. I know where she is. I know she's with the Lord. I'm cool. I'm okay. But my father, my brother, my sister, everybody can have something to be thankful for. When her mom's birthday come around, they can say, you know what? My mama passed. But as we remember her birthday, we can celebrate these twins. Because they are beautiful and a gift that God gave us. So I'm going to go ahead and end the podcast here. But I really want you to consider. And ladies, if you're listening to this and you did not have an abortion, you haven't considered having an abortion, again, share it with somebody because somebody around you considered having an abortion. And now maybe you can overhear conversations. Maybe you will have something to share about that woman when she's pregnant. Maybe you can have something good to tell her. About being pregnant with a child. It's a wonderful thing. And if you're someone who's barren. Pray to the Lord. I pray right now that he opens up your womb. So you can experience having a child. And if you still can't have your own child. You can probably adopt someone else. Who would love you. And you will love them. And I still pray that you have that child, even after adoption. Amen. (laughs) Praise God, because he hears us and he knows what we 
desire. So, Lord, I just come before you just with a thankfulness that I was able to record this podcast. Thank you so much for watching my children as I record. And I pray for every woman who's listening that she knows that she can still do what you have called her to do. Even when she's a wife and a mother or when she's single. Lord, you have given us purpose in every season of our life. Show us what we should do starting now. And I bind Satan right now. I bind him from removing the words that I have spoken out of our hearts. I bind him for for trying to distract us. But I, I lose that you, your spirit, can hover and convict us if we are contemplating having an abortion, Lord, or contemplating any other sin, like continuing to be in sin. Sin is the problem, not the child. I bind it right now and I lose a spirit of conviction and I lose a spirit that want to change and cry and come to you so you can fix our lives, Lord, because you are faithful to forgive us. You are faithful to clean us up. You are the only one that can give us a new mind and a new heart and can remove that sin from our past, from our present, from our future, Lord. You are the only one who died on the cross for our sins and the blood still works today. Lord, thank you so much. I pray that someone gets saved today. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Y'all, this was amazing. (laughs) Thank you for tuning in. Again, I pray that you guys be blessed. Um, Stay beautiful. Be wise. Be all that God created you to be. And I'll see you in my next episode. Love y'all. And if y'all truly do want to see me, head on over to my YouTube channel. And y'all can binge watch some of my videos. (laughs) Love you all. Bye.